If you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast or you just want to talk, please reach out to someone for help and support. You can also get in touch with Man Blues via manblues at gmx.com. We also have a presence on Twitter or X, as well as on Instagram and Mastodon. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I, like you, have Man Blues. This week's show is all about other men. Okay, what do I mean by other men? Well, what I mean is, are other men bad for you? As in, if your friendship circles only or largely consist of other men, is that good? The reason I'm asking this question is because I was faced with this dilemma just recently. What do men get from being around other men? Because this might be a cultural thing. I've grown up in the United Kingdom, so I've spent a lot of my time dealing with that sort of societal culture that we have in the UK, where a deep friendship is measured out by how awful and rude you are to each other, to the point where you'll even use horrific, horrible swear words to refer to one another in a kind of a, in a loving way. And it's very strange to outsiders. It already gets discussed culturally across the world as just to how much in the UK the C word is used, by which I mean the see you next Tuesday word. Now that's a word that you can say of a really, really good friend, because you know what they understand by that, is that you're comfortable enough to call them the absolute worst word in the English language, but not mean it, and they also know that you don't mean it. And it's unusual when you look at that from outside, And that got me thinking, is it poisonous to have other male friends treat you that way? Should there perhaps be a change? Should there be a cull? Should there be an end to this? Do you need certain men for certain things? Like, it is understood that you can't necessarily open up to all of your friends. Or can you? Maybe that's just my cultural perception of the guys around me. And it's only recently that I've kind of realised this. And that's why it affects my man blues in a way. Because I'm starting to look at some of the friendships I've had over the years and thought, I could have got more out of that friendship with that person because now I realise what they were asking for, what they were looking for, what they wanted, and I didn't give it to them. My rather horrific example for this is some years ago, a friend of mine took me to a pub because he wanted to tell me something. I had absolutely no idea what the thing was that he wanted to tell me because I was kind of more wrapped up in my own world and my own problems at the time. But essentially he came out to me. Before he started telling me that he was coming out though, he caveated it very heavily with, I've got something to tell you. I know that you're not going to want to speak to me afterwards. I know that the friendship is going to be over. I know that that's an end of things because of how you are and the way you think. And then he came out to me. And the rest of the conversation swirled around, my goodness, what impression have I given you about me that you thought I would end our friendship because you're gay? And he also made it clear that he wasn't attracted to me, so that wouldn't have had any impact on our friendship whatsoever. We're still good friends now. 
It didn't affect it in any way, but what worried me and concerned me at the time and really opened my eyes was the fact that he considered that it would be the end of our friendship by telling me, just based on the way that he and I interacted with each other as friends. So all those conversations we'd had where I would take the mickey out of him and he would take the mickey out of me and maybe there were comments I made because that's what felt appropriate at the time. Looking back on it, it was like he was just gaining this opinion of me that I don't like gay men. That's not the case at all. I don't have any issue with anybody. And I certainly wouldn't have an issue with a friend of mine who came out as gay because it makes no difference to me. And there's a friend of mine, another friend of mine, who makes comments about gay people all the time but isn't actually homophobic, it's just how he grew up. It's the cultural environment in which he found himself. That doesn't make it good, and it doesn't make it acceptable. But when he says it to me, it's sort of like, yeah, maybe I should tackle you on this, but now's not the time. But I just get bogged down with the whole thing of, why did this friend of mine think that about me, and think that I was also so shallow, that his being gay would affect our friendship so much that I would no longer want to see him anymore? That scared me. And that's why I was saying, I think just having male friends is poisonous because you don't get exposed to talking about emotions and feelings. So are we playing a role when we're around other men? Do we feel the need to speak a particular way, maybe because you've known these people for so long? As an example, some of my friends just call me Lenny. Now the reason for that is, is that when I was younger, Leonard was the name that people called me when I was being told off and I wanted something that wasn't Leonard, so I chose Lenny. And they've called me that ever since because I've known them since I was a teenager. But the problem is Lenny doesn't sound professional enough, so when I started working I decided to change it. But these old friends, they still call me Lenny and other friends then ask me why these guys call me that and I have to explain. But ironically, these are also the same friends who were mentioned in the previous episode about beer. They've known me that long that they know so many things about me that they could, if they wanted to, bring me down because they've been there for the worst and the best of me growing up and maturing and changing and developing. So I guess my problem is, is that as I get older, there is less that I'm prepared to overlook in a friendship. But there's also more that I'm going to tolerate, ironically. When you have friends with a large age range, as can happen if you meet these people when you're doing a hobby, for example, you begin to spot the signs of emotional awareness in others. Younger men tend to still believe in the idea of tearing you down and laughing at your expense because they might just not know better. They might not yet have been exposed to the how awful it feels to have everybody say the same horrible thing about you. Remember, a lot of the time, men will feel that they're expected to problem solve. So if you come to them with a problem, they might resent you for it because they feel they're now burdened with the solution. And I believe that is true. This is just my thoughts on it, but I believe that that's how it happens. There was a story I read some time ago that described the conversational types between men and women. So two men talking, two women talking. When two men are talking, one will talk and the other will wait. Not necessarily listen, but wait. Almost like they're waiting for their turn to speak. That's not to say it's not a conversation, but there is pauses in the conversation. Very rarely do men talk over each other. But when two women talk, they're often talking and listening at the same time, and it sounds like a chaos to men. 
If you've ever sat there listening to two women talking and you've not been able to follow it, that's why. Because they're able to listen and speak at the same time, whereas men like to have this whole queuing system. So when you're in a situation where someone's talking to you about their problem, your problem-solving brain will be going overtime, and you may find that you've actually stopped listening and started working on the solution. And that solution might be something like, nah, forget it, don't worry about it, move on. But that solution also might require more in-depth thought. And that's when you start to realize that when you're having these conversations with men, they're not always listening. Because they're coming at it from the perspective of, hang on, this guy's talking to me about a problem he's got, Am I expected to solve it? And if so, how? Whereas you don't get that when you're talking to a woman. In my experience anyway, you don't get that when you talk to a woman. So let's try and get some positivity out of this. Now the research shows that it's actually healthy. It's good for males to have male friends, just groups of male friends. Female friends are allowed. Don't let's say we're saying that because we're not. But the caveat is, don't ignore any issues and don't skirt around any subjects. I mean, here's a classic example. One of my friends said to me years ago that if ever his wife was cheating on him and I knew about it, he wanted me to tell him. And I said to him, I looked him dead in the eye and I said, I would do it. If I knew and he didn't, I would tell him. But years later, I look back on that conversation and I think, that is a horrific burden to bear that you know something like that about your good friend and his wife and you've made a promise already to tell him but the issue then is as you get older you think the impact of knowing that the impact of telling that friend of yours because one of two things could happen why would he believe you over his wife so immediately you've made yourself a pariah or if he does believe you over his wife and goes and has a chat with her and it turns out that you were wrong you know it's like how much evidence have you got it's that burden of proof and that is an awful situation to be put in so although I told him when we were 25 26 years old that that's what I would do looking back and reflecting I think if I knew I wouldn't tell him because there is something about ignorance being bliss but if you feel that you can discuss that particular thing with that group of male friends great if it's the flip side you'll need to find someone else you shouldn't be not discussing things just because that circle of friends isn't a comfortable environment to talk about it. But don't let it get in the way of the friendship. Don't let that become something that drives a wedge between you. We each take different things from our different friend groups. But, coming back to a recurring theme, it's important that you can talk about things. So if you try it and get ridiculed, try to assess the reason for that response. It may be that the other guys just weren't ready for openness and honesty if you've always only ever made fun of one another. It's difficult for some men to show their feelings toward you and their reactions to honesty can scare them too. I'm Leon Deggs and I'm pleased to say I know my audience and to whom I can turn if needs be and you will get there too. Thanks for listening.